Elon versus OpenAI. I wrote yesterday about reports that the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission might be looking into whether OpenAI or its founder and chief executive officer, Sam Altman, might have misled its investors. Late last year, OpenAI's board briefly fired Altman for, for not being consistently candid and then reversed course and fired itself instead. So there is some reason to believe that somebody wasn't candid about something. I had my doubts that it would rise to the level of securities fraud, though. For one thing, OpenAI is a non-profit organization, and even its for-profit subsidiary, OpenAI Global LLC, which has raised money from investors, isn't all that for-profit. I wrote, At the top of OpenAI's operating agreement, it warns investors, it would be wise to view any investment in OpenAI Global LLC in the spirit of a donation, with the understanding that it may be difficult to know what role money will play in a post-artificial general intelligence world. I still don't know what Altman was supposedly not candid about, but whatever it was, how material can it possibly have been to investors, given what they signed up for? Ooh, he said it cost $50 million to train this model, but it was really, really $53 million or whatever. Come on, the investors were donating money. They're not sweating the details. But that wasn't quite right, was it? Nonprofits can defraud their donors. Generally, that sort of fraud is not about financial results. It is about the nonprofit's mission, and whether it is using the donor's money to advance that mission. If I ask you to donate to save the whales, and you give me $100,000 earmarked to save the whales, and I spend it all on luxury vacations for myself, I probably will get in trouble. I suppose if Altman was not candid about OpenAI's mission, or its pursuit of that mission, that really could have been a kind of fraud on OpenAI's donors. I mean investors. It could have been donation-slash-securities fraud on the donors-slash-investors. Here's one of them. Elon Musk sued OpenAI and its chief executive officer Sam Altman, alleging they violated the artificial intelligence startup's founding mission by putting profit ahead of benefiting humanity. The 52-year-old billionaire, who was a co-founder of OpenAI, but is no longer involved, said in a lawsuit filed late Thursday in San Francisco that the company's close relationship with Microsoft Corp has undermined its original mission of creating open-source technology that wouldn't be subject to corporate priorities. Musk, who is also CEO of Tesla Incorporated, has been among the most outspoken about the dangers of AI and artificial general intelligence, or AGI. The release of OpenAI's ChatGPT more than a year ago popularized advances in AI technology and raised concerns about the risks surrounding the race to develop AGI, where computers are as smart as an average human. To this day, OpenAI Inc.'s website continues to profess that its charter is to ensure that AGI benefits all of humanity, the lawsuit said. In reality, however, OpenAI Inc. has been transformed into a closed-source de facto subsidiary of the largest technology company in the world, Microsoft. Here is Musk's complaint. It is essentially a complaint for breach of contract. Musk argues that he founded OpenAI with Altman and Greg Brockman, that they had a deal about how OpenAI would operate, and that Altman and Brockman have now gone back on the deal. The contract said that OpenAI would be a non-profit, that it would be run for the benefit of humanity, that it would build artificial general intelligence and give it away for free, and that it would build open-source software, thus the name, and explain to the public how its models operate. But now OpenAI is run for profit, for the benefit of Microsoft and its other investors rather than humanity. It has built artificial general intelligence and is hoarding it for its own enrichment rather than giving it away. One problem with this claim is that the contract doesn't quite exist. Musk's lawsuit says that OpenAI has breached the founding agreement of OpenAI, capitalized like that, 
as though he, Altman, and Brockman sat down and signed a piece of paper with founding agreement at the top, setting out how OpenAI would operate. But they didn't. From the complaint, This founding agreement is memorialized in, among other places, OpenAI Incorporated's founding articles of incorporation and in numerous written communications between plaintiff and defendants over a multi-year period. That is, there is no document titled, Founding Agreement. Despite being wealthy, sophisticated repeat startup founders who know a lot of lawyers, the founders never sat down and signed a contract. Instead, the founding agreement has to be inferred from other documents. Musk cites two. There's a June 2015 email from Altman to Musk, with five numbered bullet points setting out a plan for building AI. The mission would be to create the first general AI and use it for individual empowerment, i.e., the distributed version of the future that seems the safest. The first bullet point begins. I think ideally we'd start with a group of 7 to 10 people, and plan to expand it from there, says the second, and we have a nice extra building in Mountain View they can have. The third bullet point proposes a five-person governance board including Musk and Altman, and we'd have an ongoing conversation about what work should be open-sourced and what shouldn't. In the fourth bullet point, Altman asks Musk to be involved somehow in addition to just governance. Maybe he could come by and talk to them about progress once a month or whatever. Musk replied to the email, Agree on all. There is the December 2015 Certificate of Incorporation of OpenAI Inc., the nonprofit corporation that ultimately controls OpenAI. The specific purpose of this corporation is to provide funding for research, development, and distribution of technology related to artificial intelligence, it says. The resulting technology will benefit the public, and the corporation will seek to open source technology for the public benefit when applicable. The corporation is not organized for the private gain of any person. No part of the net income or assets of this corporation shall ever inure to the benefit of any director, officer, or member thereof, or to the benefit of any private person. And Musk donated money to OpenAI, the nonprofit, over the years, in 2016 and 2017. He was the biggest donor to OpenAI, and all told, Mr. Musk contributed more than $44 million to OpenAI Incorporated between 2016 and September 2020. He also did other stuff for OpenAI, he helped with recruitment, paid rent on its offices, regularly visited, and was present for important company milestones. He ultimately left his role with OpenAI in 2018. You can sort of wave your hands at all this and say, Musk had a contract with OpenAI in which he agreed to donate money, and in exchange OpenAI explicitly agreed to be an open-source nonprofit forever, but I don't think that's exactly right. The email from Altman was an initial proposal, not a detailed contract setting out the permanent terms of their deal. It promised not to open-source the software forever, but only to have an ongoing conversation about what work should be open-sourced and what shouldn't. Money was not mentioned. And the Certificate of Incorporation was not a contract between Musk and OpenAI. He didn't sign the certificate, and he wasn't a shareholder, because there were no shares. It's a non-profit. OpenAI's fiduciary duties are not to him, as a co-founder, but to humanity. The evidence of a specific deal between Musk and OpenAI is pretty thin. Still, I sympathize. OpenAI Inc., the top-level company that controls OpenAI's business, really is incorporated as a nonprofit. It really was formed to work for the benefit of humanity and not for the private gain of any person. And it really did take donations from Musk and use them to build its team. But it eventually set up a for-profit subsidiary, OpenAI Global LLC, which has managed to raise money from investors at an $86 billion valuation. And those investors and OpenAI's employees, though not Altman, 
expect some capped financial return on that investment. OpenAI says that it became increasingly clear that donations alone would not scale with the cost of computational power and talent required to push core research forward, jeopardizing our mission. It had to raise money from investors by promising them returns to achieve its mission. It raised something like $130.5 million in total donations. It has raised something like $13 billion in investment commitments from Microsoft. I am sure OpenAI had good lawyers when it set up this structure, and I assume that as a technical matter none of this violates the Certificate of Incorporation or the nonprofit mission. A portion of the profits of OpenAI Global LLC can go to employees and venture capitalists and Microsoft, even though no part of the net income or assets of OpenAI Incorporated can. Still, that is rather technical, and Musk has a point here. In 2017, Mr. Brockman and others suggested transforming OpenAI Inc. from a nonprofit to a for-profit corporation. After a series of communications over several weeks, Mr. Musk told Mr. Brockman, Dr. Sutzkever, and Mr. Altman, either go do something on your own or continue with OpenAI as a nonprofit. I will no longer fund OpenAI until you have made a firm commitment to stay or I'm just being a fool who is essentially providing free funding to a startup. Discussions are over. That was before OpenAI launched its for-profit subsidiary, though. When it did, Musk sort of grudgingly tolerated it. On March 11, 2019, OpenAI Incorporated announced that it would be creating a for-profit subsidiary, OpenAI, LP. Prospective investors were notified of an important warning at the top of the summary term sheet that the for-profit entity exists to advance OpenAI Inc.'s, the nonprofit's mission of ensuring that safe artificial general intelligence is developed and benefits all of humanity. The general partner's duty to this mission and the principles advance advanced in the OpenAI Inc. charter take precedence over any obligation to generate a profit. Accordingly, investors were expressly advised that it would be wise to view any investment in OpenAILP in the spirit of a donation. Following the announcement, Mr. Musk reached out to Mr. Altman asking him to be explicit that I have no financial interest in the for-profit arm of OpenAI. However, Mr. Musk continued to support OpenAI Incorporated, the nonprofit, donating an additional $3.48 million in 2019. But at that point, he was just providing free funding to a startup, wasn't he? So Musk argues that they had a deal, and that OpenAI breached it in three ways. First, it licenses GPT-4, its most powerful model so far, to Microsoft. OpenAI, in its public statements and its charter and its deal with Microsoft, has said that it will seek to build artificial general intelligence for the benefit of humanity, but that it can license lesser forms of artificial intelligence to Microsoft. So the question is, is GPT-4 artificial general intelligence? Musk says yes. GPT-4 is not just capable of reasoning, it is better at reasoning than average humans. It scored in the 90th percentile on the Uniform Bar Exam for Lawyers. It scored in the 99th percentile on the GRE Verbal Assessment. It even scored a 77% on the Advanced Sommelier Examination. GPT-4 is an AGI algorithm, and hence expressly outside the scope of Microsoft's September 2020 exclusive license with OpenAI. Under its new board, it is not just developing, but is actually refining an AGI to maximize profits for Microsoft, rather than for the benefit of humanity. Seems like a stretch, though Musk quotes Microsoft's own researchers saying that GPT-4 could reasonably be viewed as an early, yet still incomplete version of an artificial general intelligence, AGI, system. Second, GPT-4 is not open source. GPT-4's internal design was kept and remains a complete secret except to OpenAI, and, on information and belief, 
Microsoft. There are no scientific publications describing the design of GPT-4. Instead, there are just press releases bragging about performance. On information and belief, this secrecy is primarily driven by commercial considerations, not safety. Although developed by OpenAI using contributions from plaintiff and others that were intended to benefit the public, GPT-4 is now a de facto Microsoft proprietary algorithm, which it has integrated into its Office software suite. Again, there doesn't seem to be any actual agreement between OpenAI and Musk, or anyone else, promising to make everything open source. But, sure, it's annoying that they built a model partly using his money, and now won't let him see it. Third, Musk objects to OpenAI permitting Microsoft, a publicly traded for-profit corporation, to occupy a seat on OpenAI Incorporated's board of directors and exert undue influence and control over OpenAI's non-profit activities. Microsoft is just an observer on the board, not a voting member, but, right, its interests in OpenAI are probably not particularly charitable. And Musk is asking the court, not for his donations back, but for an order making OpenAI do what it supposedly promised to do. Open up GPT-4's source code, make it freely available to the public, end Microsoft's exclusive license and board rights, and generally stop OpenAI's for-profit work. Obviously one should be pretty cynical here. Musk runs a for-profit artificial intelligence company, Shy, which competes with OpenAI and has raised money by citing OpenAI's commercial success. Blowing up that competitor's commercial prospects, as this lawsuit is trying to do, could help Shy. He also runs other companies, Tesla Incorporated, Twitter slash X, that make use of AI. I suppose Musk's companies would benefit from reading OpenAI's source code and scientific publications describing the design of GPT-4, so why not sue OpenAI and try to make that information public? Musk's protests about OpenAI's unseemly pursuit of AI profit for investors do look a little insincere, since he's doing the same thing. But he does have kind of a reasonable gripe. OpenAI was founded as a non-profit, raised a bunch of money from him as a donor to a non-profit, and is now somehow an enormously valuable tech startup owned by people who are not him. After OpenAI fired Altman last November but before it brought him back, it looked as if OpenAI's for-profit investors, Microsoft, but also some venture capitalists, and the employees who owned quasi-equity, had lost a bunch of value. I wrote at the time, I feel like the lesson here is, don't invest in nonprofits at an $86 billion valuation. Which I think has never come up before. Like as far as I can tell no one in human history has ever purchased shares in a non-profit at an $86 billion valuation. Because purchasing shares in a non-profit, at any valuation, is not a coherent thing to do. But then OpenAI made it happen, for the first time, and probably also the last. But it turns out the investors were fine. And the correct lesson might be the opposite one. Don't donate money to a nonprofit that is selling shares at an $86 billion valuation. You might be skeptical about putting an $86 billion valuation on a nonprofit, but probably you should be even more skeptical that a business with an $86 billion valuation is a nonprofit. HBS Ponzi. Oh man, I kind of wish I had thought of this. An alleged Ponzi scheme run by a Harvard MBA who solicited money from fellow alumni of the prestigious U.S. Business School has been shut down by a New York court after collecting more than $2.9 million. New York Attorney General Letitia James said Thursday her office had secured the court order to freeze funds controlled by Vladimir Artemanov after being alerted of the suicide of one of his clients who lost $100,000. That guy was my Harvard Business School classmate is such a powerful vetting mechanism. You get to rely on the gatekeeping function of HBS. That guy is probably smart. The reputational capital it confers, 
that guy probably isn't running a Ponzi because that would be a waste of the value of his Harvard MBA, and also the weak ties of the alumni network, that guy sat in front of me in marketing, he seemed fine. From James Press Release Artemonov identified many of his investors through the HBS alumni network. Many of his investors did not have a close personal relationship with him and only knew him as an acquaintance. Since 2021, Artemonov has secured at least $2.9 million from at least 29 individual investors and engaged in a Ponzi scheme by paying the existing investors with the new investors' funds. Artemonov also used his investors' money to fund unauthorized personal expenses for vacations, shopping, and dining. Also his pitch was wild. The OG alleged that Artemonov lured clients by claiming that he could learn which investments Berkshire Hathaway would make ahead of the market by examining public state insurance filings. Artemonov boasted to his investors that it is like having a private time machine and getting tomorrow's newspaper today, and projected returns of 500 to 1,000%. In reality, Artemonov used his investors' money to buy short-term options that expired within days of purchase and appeared to have no relation to Berkshire Hathaway or its investment activities. Artemonov lost millions of investors' funds by investing in these short-term options, but did not disclose the loss to his investors. To cover up the losses, Artemonov told the investors that it had been a quiet month and to just wait and see. Berkshire Hathaway is required to publicly disclose its investments in state insurance filings before it discloses them in SEC filings. And I will read the insurance filings to make informed trades. Is wrong, sure, but it has the vague shape of something that could be true. But what about and those informed trades will generate projected returns of 1,000%. What are they teaching kids at Harvard these days? I feel like if I were pitching a Ponzi scheme to the Harvard Business School alumni, I would be promoting fake returns of like 35% with a high sharp ratio. You know, good, but not obviously fake. But apparently, I have a time machine that gives me guaranteed 1,000% returns, works on Harvard MBAs too. If you'd like to get money stuff in handy email form, right in your inbox, please subscribe at this link. Or you can subscribe to Money Stuff and other great Bloomberg newsletters here. Thanks. The fifth bullet point is about a proposed open letter to the U.S. government on AI safety and regulation, which the complaint says was eventually published in October 2015 and signed by over 11,000 individuals, including Mr. Musk, Stephen Hawking, and Steve Wozniak. Elon Musk claims he was offered shares in OpenAI at various points but says it seemed unethical-slash-illegal to accept them, Business Insider noted last month, and Musk added it wasn't clear to him how the company's structure was legal. This is now OpenAI Global LLC, more or less. See page 17 of the complaint on OpenAI's shifting corporate structure. Until this lawsuit. This is subtly different from the case of donating to Harvard. Also, to be clear, Musk stopped donating in about 2020 before OpenAI's valuation got that high.